Are you ever faced with a decision and confused by your options? Become empowered with the knowledge to make informed choices, expand your awareness, and go beyond the mainstream. Infuse your life with spirituality and surround yourself with a community of like-minded people. Welcome to Empowered Today. Hello and welcome to Empowered Today. I'm Jen. And I'm Kaleem, and we're here to help you take a proactive approach to becoming empowered. And if you enjoy our podcast, be sure to visit empoweredtoday.net and subscribe. We're talking today about conscious life choices. What does that mean? It means that oftentimes the direction of our life isn't a decision. We can end up going places and making choices for our lives based on what other people think or maybe what socially is accepted. Uh, Maybe it's about what your family's always done, but it's not based on who you are in your core. And we want to talk about what it means to become aware of those things, to see where it's impacted your life and how you can change it if you decide you want to. I have myself been in a position on a couple of occasions where I've taken a look back in the rearview mirror and realized I had no steering wheel where my life was going. I ended up in a place and in a situation that I, you know, it's like you wake up from, you know, a long drive and you go, how did I get here? You know, it kind of, it's all a blur. And that's usually something that happens. I mean, you usually don't realize that that's happened until you get that rude awakening or that wake up call and you realize you have to make a change. Our goal is to live consciously 24 seven. Now, It's a high goal, but you got to shoot for the stars if you want to reach the moon, right? Yep. And so we know that it's a practice. You wake up in the morning, you set an intention, and you go for it. And you try to make yourself aware that there's other forces around you that may try to steer you off your course. And that awareness, I think, is the first step. Kaleem, how have you used this consciousness in making life choices and what has been your experience? It's a day-to-day work. It's a day-to-day effort, a decision-making of being able to say, I want to become a more conscious and aware person about what's happening in my life because I'm the director of it. And in order to do that, I have to be aware of what that is. I love the analogy of thinking if you want to, say you want to run a 10K, You don't just, I mean, you could just get out and go run the 10K and you'll feel extremely sore. Maybe you'll have a great time. Maybe you won't. And you'll just keep striving to see if you can get to the end of the line. If you choose to exercise your muscles and every day work on them, that race is going to feel a lot better. So what I like to think about is, is we have mental, emotional muscles too that we have to exercise. So when you think about being able to work on the things that are going on in your life, you have to understand it's a process. Those muscles, those understandings, those consciousness is a development. It doesn't happen overnight. I remember one of my mentors many years ago, 
I figured something out and I said, I've got it now, right? I've got it all figured out. And she, in her great wisdom, just looked at me and she said, you have begun to learn how to be conscious. And I thought, what? (laughs) I was in my early mid-20s and I thought, you mean I haven't figured all this out yet? You mean there's more to this? And of course, throughout my life, I've been learning how to overcome some of my paradigms and exercise the muscles, if you will, of my mind and my consciousness and my, my being to be able to live a life that has more on-purpose decision-making. Right. Yeah, I think uh, for me, it can be big or small, and we don't even realize that those kinds of decisions are being made. Sometimes I think, too, it feels a little overwhelming. You know, you, you kind of crack the door on it and you realize, oh my gosh, I have to be responsible for all of those decisions. And you go into autopilot to some degree. You know, you go through your life and you choose to go to work and you choose to pick up your kids and you choose to, you know, go to the grocery store. And they're routine decisions. They don't feel as overwhelming as, do I buy the new house? Do I change my job? Those can feel a little bigger to us, but they're all going to be made by you, either by default or by choice. So making sure that as you're approaching a decision, you kind of kick into that awareness is, I think, the muscle you're talking about flexing and getting used to becoming aware that it's a choice you're making and then choosing based on your core values. Let's talk a little bit about core values, because I think that being able to make conscious decisions comes from figuring out who we are, right? And you mentioned that in the beginning, is that who are we? Who am I? And what's important to me? And I think if our listeners can sit down and say, what are my core values? Now that can feel big even of itself. But to sit down and say, what matters to me about my family? What matters to me about my finances, my job? What are the things that matter to me that make life important on that level? And then we keep those. And as we go through life, we say, does this fall into my core value in life? I know one of my core values is integrity. That means whoever I'm dealing with, whatever I'm dealing with, that integrity has to stay strong. And if there's a break in it, that doesn't work for me. It has to be brought back on on track. So when we look at creating those core values, create it. For me, it's, it's integrity. It's being able to have good communication, and the list goes on. And it shouldn't be a long list, you know. It should be a list that's digestible. So that's what I would suggest. Start out with understanding what are your core values. One of my other core values is my family. I love my family, and one of my core values is spending time with them. And when they say, gee, I'd like to do this, How can I arrange? Because that's important to me. That's a conscious decision because I want to have an impact on those grandchildren's lives. And I know when they reach out, that's the time you got to nab it, right? Right. Absolutely. And when you're in that decision-making mode, you know, it pulls on you a different way 
than do I want broccoli or cauliflower for dinner, right? There is a energy in your gut that says, this one matters. This is where I need to pay attention. I think oftentimes we ignore those because of pressure, maybe from our family, from society, from other external forces, bosses, spouses. But we need to be empowered enough to say, no, this is part of who I am. And if I'm going to grow into the authentic person that I want to be, I need to exercise this muscle. Doesn't always make you popular, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It it can rock the boat a little bit, you know, as you start changing and becoming more aware, your family will notice some things because it's like even uncomfortableness feels comfortable, Mm -hmm. right? Office, everything else. And I think as you become more authentic to who you are, that authenticness becomes someone who loves more, who lives from a place of happiness and choices and decisions. So I think people begin to start adjusting to that, but it can feel uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. When it is uncomfortable, what do we do with that level of discomfort? You know, I think sometimes it's better, uh, if it feels better anyway, to, you know, you curl up in bed and pull the covers over your head and just ignore it. But does that really accomplish the goal? Does that bring you any closer to feeling like you're grounded in who you are as an authentic person? No, it just covers it up. It's like, <laughs> oops, I spilled something on the floor. Let me put the rug back over it, right? <laughs> so no, you want to be able to come into your ownership of yourself. And one of the things that we find is helpful is not to try and announce it to the world because when you announce it to the world, by the way, I'm coming into my authenticness and this is the way I'm going to be. So hmm. all of a sudden people go, uh, I'm not going to like that. So I'm going to challenge you on it. And until it begins to become part of our cellular spiritual nature, in other words, own it first. And when you own it, you begin to project it and others then begin to see And then you can hold that because any of us have known if we've made a statement like, I'm going to lose 30 pounds and you make that statement to everybody, yes, it creates accountability, but it also can create an issue between you and other people. So own it because it really isn't about anybody else. It's about us making a decision for who we are and what we want to do. Now, granted, we want to make those conscious decisions in a way that is not hurtful to other people, unless this is not in our in, in everybody's best interest, obviously. So we want those to be coming from love, love for who we are, love for the people we're around, love for the greater good, understanding that love really is a, a core value that we're going to talk about more in a future podcast. Absolutely. So now let's take a moment for a word from our sponsor. Envisioning the life you want but don't know how to get there? Feeling the drive for change but not knowing how to begin? You can put one foot in front of the other, but without the map, you don't know where you're going. Sage Coaching is wellness coaching. This service gives you the support, guidance, and momentum you need to ensure you meet the challenges head on. 
With Sage Coaching, you know your efforts will take you in the right direction, and you won't be sidetracked by the distractions of life. You can reach for those big dreams. Your goal of a balanced, fulfilling life is achievable and within your grasp with Sage Coaching. Go to sagecoaching.biz today for more information. Sign up for a free consultation and begin your path to wellness. That's sagecoaching.biz. And so as people are kind of going through and defining what their core values are, and they're keeping that to a manageable list instead of hemming in the universe, as we like to talk about it, with a you know catalog of things that are good or bad or not part of you or they are, it's important to make sure that you are keeping an eye on your what's important to you, where you're going in your life. So you have your short list and you're starting to own these things and you're starting to interact with people and making those conscious decisions and choices based on those core values. And you're encountering some heat, maybe a little resistance, and people are not real keen on change, right? We know that anytime anybody says, I'm going to do something different, just the D word is going to just set people off. Mm -hmm. But you're owning those and you're moving forward and you're addressing those differences with people and helping them to accept them. What kind of energy does it take to sustain those changes and to make sure you're not pulled back into kind of the rut in the record? You know, momentum in life has a tendency to want to pull us back. You know, how do we keep ourselves moving in the right direction? I think that's a really important point is wherever the comfort was, even we will have a sense of wanting to gravitate back to it because it was quote unquote easy. Mm -hmm. Even if it wasn't the best interest, it was easy. And climbing out of that does take some muscle to do that. I know I have approached people and said, I know that things are changing and that must feel uncomfortable to you. But in the interest of change, things have to get uncomfortable in order to shift it. And an analogy is like, you know, let's say you want to clean out a, a closet. You have to make a mess first, right? You have to pull everything out. You have to decide what you want, what you don't want, and then reorganize the closet the way you want it to be with what you want in it that's going to serve you best and get rid of whatever the rest is. And all of us have done that. We've all cleaned out our drawers. We've all cleaned out closets, pantries, the car, whatever it may be. We've all cleaned out things in an interest to have more space in our, in our minds, in our hearts, in our lives for new opportunities, not new junk to take over, right? Because you don't want to open yourself up to new junk to put in it. You want to plant in it what is going to be on purpose for what you want in your life. And we actually have an exciting podcast about purging and letting go in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. We'll go into that further. So when we have these purgings that we're talking about, and we'll talk about more, that also is an area that opens up uh, space in your life for growth, for expansion. And as you're starting to align yourself with your core values, you have a new opportunity to create, to be more of who you are. 
I know there's a lot of people you work with, usually around birth, but they have to expand and create themselves into something new. Can you talk about some of the challenges that you've seen and how they've been overcome when they're making decisions based on this new person they are? When a person is pregnant, their body, spirit, mind, emotions, life, everything has to expand. And the baby inside is doing the same thing. And when they fight it, just like when we talked about in a prior episode, when they, we, we feel like we, we want to store that energy in there, it comes out in something. And we see it in backaches and constipation and throwing up and, you know, blood pressure and all of these various things that tend to come up because pregnancy is a time that's going to show it. It says, I'm here to be open. I'm here to be challenged. And I think understanding that about us in our life and teaching it to that unborn is saying, let's expand into who we're going to become. And when a person's pregnant, it's the perfect time for them to walk through that opportunity to expand into who they are. Even after the baby's born, you're expanding into how do you be a parent? How do you teach and guide? How do you nurture and lift this being into who they are, right? And allowing yourself that space to grow. I sometimes will have some some, uh, birth givers and they've worked really hard to have that trim, tight body. (laughs) And I will say to them, remember that this is a time of expansion now, not tightness and control, but expansion. And it's a life skill for all of us with this, whether we're pregnant or 50s or whenever we are. It's a life skill. And when we expand, it means we have more space. We have more space to have intuition, more opportunity to know what we're going to do. I had one mentor and she talked about her mom and how her mom at age 75 or 80, she's like, how can I do anything new now? And I thought, That's a social constriction that was put on them to say, well, by the time you're this age, nothing can change. Nothing can grow. You can't go out to do anything. And it was like, let's get out of that box. You are who you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. What do you want to create in your life? What consciousness have you like to open and put into that? And I know when I went, and this was back in my 20s again, did a lot of growth in my 20s, (laughs) um, there was a time when I felt like I I did purge, and we're going to talk more about that. But then it was like I felt empty. And I thought, why do I feel empty? And then that wisdom came to me, because now you have a whiteboard that's blank. Now you have a, a, a vision board that's empty. Now you have the space to figure out what do you want to become. And that's what I want our listeners to understand too. doesn't matter your past circumstances or conditions, things that you've lived with. There's an ability to be conscious about the decisions that you're going to make. And please be sure and join us on the purging one. That one's going to be, it is an amazing podcast. And we know that we gather a lot of those constructs from our families. We're raised to have certain beliefs and shedding those and creating that space to be able to grow into who you are supposed to be, 
who you are authentically takes work and reconditioning. And like you said, of the the mom or the older person who was told they couldn't do things now, don't ever allow the external world to dictate who you are. Don't let them put you in that box or limit your potential based on some construct that doesn't have anything to do with the universal life force within you. You're limitless. There is no th- nothing you cannot do. Uh, so we want to make sure we empower our listeners to know you want to be a pilot, go be a pilot. Figure out what that means, figure out how to do it, and be sure that you're making your decisions consciously based on your core values and who you are and not somebody else's definition of who you are. Well, this podcast has been eye-opening for me. I know that it's been uh, powerful. I can feel it when we're doing it. I know it's an exciting conversation, um, and I hope our listeners have learned a lot in talking about conscious choices today and how those can impact who you are and how you move forward through life. In our next podcast, we'll be talking about empowering our children by helping them to understand personal accountability. We have a wonderful interview with Casey Weishi, the author of I'm the Boss of Me. We hope you'll tune in to hear more about what we can do to empower our children. Well, it's time to bring this podcast to a close, and we want to celebrate you, all of you, for making the decision to be with us today. And until next time, live your empowered life. Thank you for listening to Empowered Today. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our sponsor, Sage Coaching. We are looking forward to you joining us for our next episode.